Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
English Ramon Ray started for companies sold to companies, authored several books, and I'm here to talk to you today about, first and foremost, how to be a professional speaker, and I'll tell you why in a minute. How to be a professional speaker. And what I've done is change some things today. I'm going to talk about Grow Your Solo Business in a minute, but I put a link up there which leads to the notes and things I'm going to speak about. So those of you who want a preview of what I'm going to share today, my script, my notes are right there. Just click that link. I put that there, and uh, you can get access. Those who are like, Ramon, but I wanted to get your free tip sheet. That link is there as well. Those who may wish to work one-on-one -on -one with me, that link is there as well. So let's dive into it. Today we're going to talk about how to be a great professional speaker and some other things. And as I do, I will always ask you to unmic and join me in the discussion after we do a few segments. Today we'll probably have about three segments, and let's have some fun. Let me go to the chat and see who's chatting. Lola King is saying, nice one, Alex. Renee Norwee. Love you, Alexander. So deserved. Polly Polly is saying some things there. Rose is there. Iffy's there. Health Wells is there. I love how Alexander said, I love this. Alexander is getting that well-deserved love. So keep that chat lit. We, as we're hosting and speaking, look to the chat. Marcus Black, thanks for your segment today. I can't wait to see you at an EY Ambition location as you work out, brother. Dre, your segments are always fire. And definitely, Larissa, thank you our official uh, uh, meditation specialist of the BWC platform. So let's dive into it. Feel free to click that link. You can see my notes. And don't forget, don't forget those of you who want to uh, dive into some things I'm doing more, you can click the links there as well. So let's start out talking about this aspect of being a professional speaker. This past Saturday with uh, Mike and uh, Mike, uh, Mike Port, and his wife, Amy Port, at their Heroic Professional Speakers Laboratory in Lambertville, New Jersey, about an hour south of where I live in New Jersey. And it was a gathering of the New Jersey Professional Speakers Association, and they invited us in the New York area to get together as well. And we were at about a two to three hour master class of what it takes to be a professional speaker. Now, I am a professional speaker. I am paid to fly around the world and speak on stages and host events. And by the way, if you would like me to come to your event and speak at your event, just DM me on IG or email me, Ramon at smarthustle.com. And I'd love to come and speak at your event or host at your event. So I am a professional speaker. I've been paid to speak for a number of years. And there's different types of speakers. There's those who are uh, paid to speak or entertain from stage. I do that quite a bit. And many of you, Another version of professional speaker, you may be have deep intellectual knowledge of some topic and want to go there as a consultant, give a master class, give workshops, things like that. So either way, there's many different ways to be a professional speaker. I'm curious, by the way, how many of you here today in the chat want to be a professional speaker or already a speaker of some regard and want to do it more? Put speaker in the chat if you're already one or you want to do it a bit better. I'm curious, and it may not be for you. Don't put speaker in the chat if you don't want to be. Speaking is not necessarily for everyone. Communication, being a better communicator, I think is for everyone. But I'm curious in the chat, how many, okay, good. Ladybird says that David's already, Christina says that Angelique, yes, yes, Lola. All right, so we have a number of people here. Marcus Black is like, yeah, buddy, I want to be better. <laughs> and Monica, yeah, she says, I've been speaking for many years. It's my great love. Awesome, Monica. I have a lot I can learn from you for sure. 
I love it. Jason Harris is in the house. What's up, Jason? Good to have you here. And Haley just joined us. So good. So being a professional speaker has a few things, and I want to share about 10 points I put together if it's helpful for us as we do this first rubric of being a professional speaker. And I love how Lisa Wood says, speaker and trying to figure out my perfect direction. John Clark says that as well. So there's two parts I think of being a professional speaker. And one of the parts is less important than the other, especially what I learned this Saturday. I do think marketing oneself, building one's brand, leveraging the power of social media and things of that nature are important parts of being an in-demand professional speaker and getting recurring speaking gigs. I do think that's important. But what's more important, and I've known this, I've told people this, but it crystallized to me what's more important than that is four key things. Be a great speaker. The best way to get more speaking gigs, the best way to be invited to speak again and again, the best way to get asked to come on stages again, the best way to get repeat clients is just to do the first gig. Great. That's it. That's the best way to build your speaking. Many of you want to be professional speakers. Many of you want to get on stage because maybe you like the thrill, you like the fame, you like the celebrity of it, you like how it feels. I get it, I get it, I get it. All that feels great. I speak on stages, Marcus Black speaks on stages, and many of us on the stage, Alexander does that, many of us on the stage are professional speakers. Renee Knorr does quite a bit of speaking and publicity things, right? And there's some of that to that. But if you wanna be repeated, if you wanna up your A game, the best way is to be a great speaker. I was doing some research. I've been looking, uh, watching UFC. I'm not a UFC fighter. Don't want to be one per se, but I was just curious, what does it take to be in the UFC? And you know what they said? The best way to be in the UFC, yeah, you can get an agent. You can do all these cool things. But the best way to be in the UFC is just to win a lot of fights. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> start small and start destroying your opponent. So number one is to be a great speaker. And I must say, some people have natural talent to command the room, share their message. They have a great voice that captures attention. Many on the BWC stage have that. And by the way, everyone doesn't have to have a great voice or have a booming voice to be successful. I want to get that clear. But today I'm talking about specifically being a professional speaker. Some have that as a talent. And some of you may say, Ramon, well, I don't, I don't have that talent. Can I still be one? I think you could. But also, God gives all of us special gifts and talent. One thing that's not good about me, I don't know details very well. I'm not good at math very well. My spelling is not so great, or I don't take my time to check it. That's my problem. So I fail in some other areas that some of you may be great at because you're detailed, you're methodical, and you're great planners. That's not me. That's why on my team, I have event producers, right, to help me do what I do better. So that's number one. And everyone, even the amazing, right, Marcus Black, right, just calling out a few friends of mine, right, he put in the chat, I want to be better speaker. And I love how Yvette said, right, she affirms that. That's it, Ramon. Do it great the first time every time. Yes, Yvette. That's right. So that's number one. To be a great speaker, many of you need to learn to be a great speaker. Even Glenn Lundy has coached me. 
Not like every week we get together, but he's given me one or two tips. Ramon, I hear your speeches on BWC. I love them. Would you like to be even better? Here's one or two things you can do. And I've learned from him. I learned from everyone. So I'm a member of the National Speakers Association, and Jean Stafford, not sure she's here on stage today. Often she is, but we're in, we, we swim together in similar circles. And so I've learned from being with fellow speakers because I always want to up my game in communication. So that's one. Number two is to get training. Yes, you can learn how to swim. You can learn how to cook. You can learn how to edit videos. And you can be trained and learn how to be a better speaker. If you want resources and all this, I don't train people how to speak. But if you want resources in that, just DM me on IG. DM me on IG. Or you can just email me, Ramon, R-A-M-O-N, at smarthustle.com. And I'm happy to point you to some resources. Number three, speak at every chance you get to get better. And you can start even by doing simple panel discussions. Now, I must say, I don't do panel discussions anymore. I don't. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I just don't. I believe that by God's grace, I, I've come to a level, as Kim Walt Phillips said, where I want to make a bigger impact, transform more lives. So for my years of experience, what I've done, that doesn't mean I won't be on any panel, but in general, oh, Ramon, can you be in a panel? I say thank you, but offer that to someone else. I'll host the panel. I'll moderate the panel. I'll keynote. I'll host the entire event, but probably not a panel. But for some of you who are just starting out, who need practice just with punchlines, who need practice with brevity, who need practice with telegraphing your voice, who need practice on these things, you may want to start on a panel. So my point is, get training, I said, and then speak at every chance you get. Did you know, did you know, even as you come on stage in BWC and ask your question and make your share, that's practice for speaking. That's practice for speaking. Even asking a question on the BW stage, it teaches you how to be brief. It teaches you not to say, um. It teaches you to have clarity of thought. It teaches you to get to the point. It teaches you, it teaches you, it teaches you. So even that is practice just being on the BWC stage. Now, is marketing helpful? Absolutely. My book, Celebrity CEO. Go on Amazon.com. Research it. Celebrity CEO. Get a ton of copies right now. Sure. Use social media. Sure. Talk to some of the BWC people on stage here, those who help you with social media and marketing and things. Absolutely. Marketing is very helpful. But if you're not a good speaker and you're marketing yourself as a professional speaker, what are you marketing? You're marketing crap. And you don't want to do that. So yeah, I do a lot of social media. I do a lot of marketing. I have a database of the clients that I work with, my large corporate brands, and the one-on-one -on -one people that I work with. And by the way, if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, some of these things, I have that link in the, in the top there. You can go through and get my free tip sheet on how to build a social business. I have a link to working with Ramon one-on-one. -on -one. Click that and schedule some time. Happy to talk to you. Okay? So we can do that. But don't just market yourself and go on Twitter and talk about this, that, and the other if you're not a good speaker. 
first become a good speaker and then market your good speakingness, <laughs> right? And then people will want to work with you. As Marcus Black has said, I love his comments. Marcus and I are simpatico on this. He said, I've invested in learning my craft. And knowing Marcus's heart, people like us, we don't stop learning. I've been speaking for 20 years. I was sitting at the feet of others. So you have to do the same. It's something you never stop. Number five, as I said, and I want to repeat, be a great speaker. So number six, what are some other ways? What are some ways then that make a good speaker? What are some good ways? One, and these are not in order of priority, but one is just your voice inflection. That takes practice. That takes an art. Some people, by God's grace, maybe we have that gift that God's given us, that special sauce. And as Marcus said, you can't be me. I can't be you. I don't have the brilliance of Adora Maria to think of things ahead of time and all that. That's not my gift. I don't have the natural or trained gift of David the sales angel to know sales. I don't have the strategic mind that Jan has. That gift is not mine. I don't have the brilliance of diction and fashion and put togetherness that Renee has. I just don't. I, I, I can't be these people. I can't bring the fire that Alexander does like he does. It's just not my gift. In fact, I shave my hair, Alexander, every week, brother. Alexander's probably in tears right now. <laughs> so I don't have the brilliance of my fellow people here, but I'm me. So my point is, that's one tip your voice inflection. How do you use your voice to communicate? Lolita it, it images that to us many times. Jeff, the preacher, images that to us, Pastor Jeff, many times, right? What a beautiful voice he has, and many of you here who I have yet to get to know a bit better. But the voice is important. Bonjour, Madame Louise. Christina, I hit her up for help with some things because hearing how she helped Tyrone Poole in this segment, what a voice of power Christina has. And so many of you, so your voice inflection. The other thing that's important, thank you, I hear those flashes, is your pause. I've had to learn this more, and this is more of a tactic. But you don't have to keep going on and on and on and on and never stopping going on and on and on and speaking how God transformed your life. He's speaking how things transformed your life, speaking how you did this, that, and the other, speaking how you went everywhere, and then you did this, and the other, you turned left, you turned right, you got blue, got red, got green, you went over here, you got this, you got this, you saw this person, saw a door, saw a marker, saw David, saw Alexander, saw yeah, and you never stop. A pause is important. But these are things you have to learn. Number three. And this is what I learned at the Heroic, I think it's called Heroic Professional Speakers, HPS, with uh, uh, Mike Port and Amy Port. Own the stage. Even the best speakers, one of the things I see them doing wrong, they do not move on the stage with intention. They just paced back and forth because they know they're not supposed to stay still. So they just pace randomly back and forth. That's the junior leagues. If you want to excel to the big leagues, move on the stage 
with intention. Lady Bird's like, yes, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Lady Bird. Thank you. So pace, or rather move, I should say, not pacing, move with intention. And understand how you move your body. I wish I had video running right now. You would even see my hands moving in rhythm to as I'm speaking. I can't help it. Nobody's watching me but me. But I'm even moving my hands to speak now. That's an art, but it also is a science. Because how you move your body is a visual representation of how your mouth moves and how the audience connects to the message you are delivering forth. So if you want to go from being a good speaker to be a great speaker, learn the art of body movement. And again, this is science and it's partial art. Learn it and you will move in being a better speaker. Number five, understand what is your message. Those of you are clicking the links, you following along. You know exactly what I'm saying. I'm not making this up. I've prepared for this. I've prepared for you. I've known my segments coming at 7.30 on Monday morning. It would be a disservice, a dishonor to you to come and not be prepared. That's a dishonor. Amen. Who said amen? Say it again. Amen. Who said it? This is Monica. Amen. 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 What's up? Monica, I love it. Say amen anytime, girl. Thanks, Babs, in the chat. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Well, you got to be prepared. Now, let me give you a secret. Let me give you a secret. I have no doubt, Marcus Black, that you woke up one day and forgot about your segment. Alexander, I have no doubt that you woke up one day and were like, oh, dang, Dora Maria, I have no doubt that on some Saturday, you were like, oh, no, today's Saturday? Come on, y'all. I'm sure it's happened. But guess what? Y'all didn't even know it, meaning the, the, our, our great audience here, right? Y'all didn't know it. Because there's a bit of preparedness that we have as you do your craft, even when you're, quote, unprepared. You feel what I'm saying? You feel me? Put that in the chat if you feel me. Thank you, Camille Jones. I see the fire there. Good. <laughs> yes. So y'all see what I'm saying. Tyrone Poole has joined it. And wait a minute. Jason Harris, brother, if you're available, can you unmute if you're in a quiet place and just say good morning? Jason Harris is one of the most – is he on – you know, let me just make sure Jason Harris is on stage. If he's not on stage, Jason, raise your hand so I can pull you up here, brother, because if you're on stage, I got to just stop the whole show because you're on stage. Jason Harris, good morning, my brother, veteran, pilot, special forces, all kind of things, motivational speaker. Jason Harris, how are you, brother? What's going on in your world, man? It is a beautiful day to be alive here in Colorado, Ramon. It is great to hear your voice. You are dropping major gems, and these are things that I live by. I live, breathe, eat. I work out to them. So thank you for dropping some wisdom on these folks out here this morning. And for me, because I'm learning just the same, brother. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. I just had to hear your voice. Please, everybody, follow Jason Harris. What an amazing servant leader. And we learn from each other. This brother is like deep, deep. So, Jason, thanks for being here, brother. You encouraged me when I saw your beautiful smile and face. I had to elevate you and let the world know more about Jason Harris. Thanks, brother, for being here. So, understand, what is your message? I'm not sure if I said that fifth point. What is your message? And be clear in it. So, for example, let me give an example about what I do and who I am. 
I speak and I'm more comfortable in the tactical part of what it takes to grow a solo business. That's me. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. That's what I talk about, I'm most comfortable about. And you'll see I'll do that in a second segment. I'll get into what I talk about all the time, how to grow your solo business. And right before I even get there, you can click on the links uh, in, in this thing. You'll see a link to grow your solo business there. So that's what I talk about, the tactics of business growth. Now, juxtapose that. I'm having some fun here. Not exactly. But Marcus Black, he can get tactical too for sure. I'm sure he could. But what is his gift? He wakes you the heck up and motivates you. And others, I can go along the stage. By the way, did y'all hear um, Brad Caldwell's talk? I was only in for a bit. I had missed Dora Maria's, who I know brings fire as well, but I was driving to Philadelphia to this event on Saturday, and I got to hear the hour or so of Brad Caldwell speaking about how we have to be resilient. Part of resiliency is being flexible, not rigid. If y'all missed that segment, you need to go get that, that podcast when it comes up. If y'all heard that segment, put in the chat the word Brad. Brad, if you heard that segment in the chat, if you did, I'm just curious. It was fire. And I first who Brad heard Brad Caldwell speak at BWC New York. So let me go on to my seventh point here because we're running out of time and I want to hear shares from you all as well. Number seven, practice your speech. And again, I'm getting this from heroic professional speakers, from Amy and Michael Poor. Get their book, The Referrable Speakers. Get the book, Referrable Speaker. Get the book. And by the way, if you want to see my list of top books for small business success, just DM me on IG, the word best books. DM me on IG, the word best books, and I'll send you my list of best books for small business owners. So practice your speech. And there's a certain way you can practice certain things you can do. But the point is, practice it. When I go and give big speeches, and I'll be traveling on tour, by the way, around the country, possibly up to 10 cities this fall with Small Business Expo, I'll be keynoting most all of their events with a sponsor. Yes, yeah, sponsor's coming. That's right. And if you need help with these things, sponsorship and speaking and all these things, just go to that link and feel free to schedule some time with me. But you have to practice it. When I give speeches, whether they're new speeches or speeches I've done 100 times, the practice may be different depending on the time, but I stand in front of my computer, I put the slides up, and I go through my points. I understand where am I going to hit, what story will I speak about, how will I do this, how might the audience interact, how might the audience not interact, when might I want to pause, when might I want to stress something here. Practice your speech. Practice, practice. It, the time to make a mistake is not when you're live. When, when Marcus said, hey, I'll give you two minutes to share something out, embrace your ambition, and you go up there and bomb it. That's not the time. David, the sales, sales angel, says, hey, you know what? I know you've been in my rooms. I'm going to give you three minutes to share something. Here's your mic. And you bomb. No. The time to practice 
is by yourself with your hair not done and you looking busted like I look every morning when I wake up, practice then in the mirror. Practice then. Practice then. Because then when you get your time to shine and impact lives, boom, you'll be ready. So practice. And also Michael and Amy Port talked about learn how to practice. Oh, Jason's going there too. They're going to blow you away, Jason. Absolutely. Michael and Amy Port are amazing. Let me know when you go there. Maybe I'll try to meet up with you there. You can buy me lunch or something like that. <laughs> so number nine, professional speaking. Hey, okay, listen, listen, listen. Listen to me carefully here. I'm going to say something a bit controversial that some of you won't like. Some of you are not going to like what I'm about to say next. Professional speaking is part performance. Get it right. If you want to give a three-hour boring workshop on how to do molecular, molecular, something or other, you can be boring and speaking to your people in academia or whatever you do, I guess. Fine. Nobody cares. Fine. And maybe you're even doing good degree. Thank you. <laughs> but if you want to be paid the bigger bucks, if you want to do main stage keynotes, I wish I could see me right now on this point. I stood up in my small little smart headquarters office. I'm standing up preaching to myself. If you want to get paid more, if you want to impact more lives, if you want to fly more places, if you want to do more webinar presentations, if you want to get asked over and over again, understand it's performance. Understand it. I speak for SCORE, Service Corps of Retired Executives is their acronym, but they just call it SCORE now. They have webinars on a regular basis. They usually have so much demand, they only have people speak once every year. Once a year, they only have people speak on their stages because of so much demand. A few months ago, they said, Ramon, could you speak on a topic for us a second time? I said, yes. Then they came back and said, Ramon, we're launching a brand new series. Wait for it. Could you speak to this series four more times? What did I just tell you? They only have people speak once a year. If you wanted to be invited again and again, if you want to be paid to speak, understand that your speaking is a performance. This doesn't mean it has to be funny. Ha, 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 ha. This doesn't mean that. Thank you, Babs. This doesn't mean that. But I do mean this, and here's what Mike Port said. I'm talking about Mike Port said this. I didn't, so somebody else affirmed this. I do think it has to have some fun to it. Or if it's not fun, let me rephrase it, engagement. Here's what I'm trying to say. If you're speaking about something as horrific, as terrible as child abuse, something as egregious like that, there's zero humor involved in it to a degree, unless you're speaking about yourself or something like that. You get what I mean? But your talk can still be impactful. It can still be engaging. It can still be transformative. You feel me? But for those of you who are speaking about finance, about marketing, about legal issues, about fashion, about branding, about health, about fitness, about all that, stop delivering boring presentations. And understand that if you want to make a bigger impact, you want to get people to listen to you, you want to get people to sit up and take notice, therefore you have to be engaging. That's the way to be a better speaker. 
And I've been speaking for over 20 years. My son is now 26 years old, 26 years old. He was about four years old playing with cars in one of my first speeches. So over 20 years I've been speaking. And I have a long way to go. One thing Les Brown does was he does, he tells stories. I need to tell more stories and do that in an artful way. I learned from Marcus Black. I learned from Alexander. In fact, I learned from everyone. Larissa, I learned from. She talks about the pause. Dre, what fire he drops. I'm just speaking about people who preceded me today. But you all can be better speakers. We must. Then the last thing I'll leave you with, and I'll open up the mic for comments, thoughts on being a professional speaker. Understand the type of speaker you are. I have people hit me up, Ramon, how to build your brand, how to be the celebrity CEO. We lost you, Ramon Ray. I thought oh, that was no. me. <laughs> You're okay, back. can y'all hear me yet or no? Still lost yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm back, man. You're back now. All Bye. right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Always. Unmike anybody, it's the best thing you can do for a speaker. Thank you, Glenn. Is it, and again, sometimes it could be just you, but feel free to unmike and tell the speaker, hey, we can't hear you, especially if you affirm that for somebody else. So thank you. That's the best thing you can do for somebody. A side issue, one thing I tell my team. If I'm going on stage and my zipper is undone and you don't stop me from going on stage telling me my fly is open, you'll probably be fired on the spot. That's just silly. So thank you. <laughs> That's a side note. So uh, workshoppers, professional, understand what your gift is and how you speak. Take someone like Glenn Lundy. I've seen him do both in that matter. He can speak long form about sales and the topics he does, but, and he can speak for 30 minutes, a masterclass keynote speech and bring fire. So everybody know your role. So let's pause on that a minute before we get to grow your solo business. And uh, let's pause on mic, say your name, say your name. And that's the key. See, here's the thing. I know it's hard. You want to say good morning. You want to say hello. You want to say, oh my God. But listen, if you just say your name first, if there's two people talking, we hear your name, call upon you, and the show moves on. So, on mic, say your name, and let's have fun. Go. Babs Alexander. Babs, all you. Go, and your voice is a bit faint as well. Get closer to the mic, but the floor is yours. Go. I am so excited that you talked about this, uh, uh, the speakers, and, and all the points. Thank you so much, Ramon. Just your voice alone will let people know that you know exactly what you're talking about. And I thank you so much because I teach speakers how to speak all the time. And you bringing up these points are so, so um, impactful and it really makes a change in our lives. And one thing as a speaker, we're constantly practicing. It's not something that we learn and that's it. You know, even though you go to college for this and things like that, we're always doing it in order for us to get better. And we want to thank you for taking time to enlighten us and keeping us on point. Thanks again. 
Oh, I appreciate that, Babs. And feel free to DM me on Instagram or email me, Ramon at smartoso.com. Let me know your links to your stuff because I love to refer people who come to me and say, Ramon, can you teach me how to be a speaker? I can talk to somebody for an hour or two, but I don't teach it. And so I'd love to refer people to you. So feel free to email me and let me know your links so I can refer people to you. Who's next? Unmike, say your name, and let's have two or three or four more shares before I continue on in today's segment of Breakfast with Champions. My brother Yo. is Marcus Black. Yo! What up, family? Who snap? Hey, man, you are on fire, sir. And one of the most important things, the impactful things you said was talking about engagement. Listen, people, I hope this is not just going in one ear and out the other. You are letting it pierce your heart. Because at the end of the day, what you say and what you know people don't care doesn't mean anything to them. They don't care how smart you are. Can you make them feel? Can you go across those barriers that people put up, tear back those onion layers to pierce a heart so that you connect and engage? That is the name of the game. And if you're not doing that, then you have to spend more time studying the greats because you can. I love it, brother. Back to you. Oh, Marcus, I appreciate it. I'm curious, Marcus, by the way, how, how hard do you pull your beard when people have great content but it's not engaging? What they're saying is good, but when you've fallen asleep, doesn't it make you just want to cry, Marcus? It is, it is, man, and it's tough. And that's one of the biggest things I learned from Les Brown. Like, y'all heard him here, interviewed by Glenn. He's always that, ha, ha, the big, jovial, hearty laugh in his training. He said, that's not on accident. I do that on purpose because I'm sucking people in and endearing them to me. So I, you are right, bro. I'm peeling my ears, my hair, my beard, all of it. And y'all going to see me hairless if we don't. But I take this craft seriously. And I want you to take it seriously as well. This isn't just about a platform. It's not about a stage. You have the responsibility or the ability to respond to people's problems, to help them. So take it serious, man. Put some time into it because you can. Back to you, fam. I uh, love you, brother. And again, Gina, good morning. It's good to see you. And I'm glad you got your uh, bathroom done, Gina. Alvin, it's always good seeing you here, brother Haley, Tyrone, and everybody. But I was just saying hello to some people who jumped on uh, the stage. Unmike, say your name and join me for two or three more shares before we go on to the second half of Ramon on BWC. Who's next? This is Gerald. Oh, I'm so excited Gerald, to, to be with you guys this morning. Yeah, thank you, Rim. Thank you, Raymond. Man, I've been teaching professional tennis for like 11 years and just transferred over into the speaking space and been following less than everybody. And you're absolutely right. Engagement, uh, psychologically, emotionally getting out because people don't really care about what you know until they know that you actually care and, and how you make them feel is a, is a direct reflection uh, of that. So I'm so excited to continue to learn from you guys and to can continue to pick up bits and pieces to, to crystallize my uh, my speaking. So thank you guys so much. Absolutely. I get one more share from the person who said that. But before I do that, G Gerald, you know, I was going to uh, take professional tennis up, but I came in and they said I was too good. So I just stopped because they just said I was way too good. So, you know, what can I say? You know what I'm saying? Hey, that, happened, just to me. I, hey, that <laughs> happened to me and I ended up playing for the next 10 years. So, hey, you never know. You never know why, what might come from that. <laughs> no, nah, they didn't say that to me. Okay, I heard a voice while Jared was saying it. Somebody else, it's you. Ramon, this is Dr. Oh, uh, good morning. Oh, sorry. That's okay. It's you. Who said that? Who said that first? Say your name. Dr. O. Dr. O, you first, and then the second person, say your name. Rosetta. Okay, Dr. O, first you, and then Rosetta. Dr. O, the floor is yours. Thank you, Ramon. So amazing, amazing talk. Always, always love listening to you. As a speaker, I try to get better every day. I have a very high-pitched voice, but what I had to do was start taking, like, cadence training just to kind of bring my tone down a little bit because when I get excited, he goes, ah! 
<laughs> and when I'm like, you know, so I had to really invest in listening to a lot of YouTube videos. Those are ways that um, a lot of people who are aspiring to become speakers on several stages can, even if you don't have the funds to invest in a coach, you can watch a lot of YouTube videos and learn a lot from speakers and actually learn how to story tell. That's another thing that I invested in. So that really has helped me over the years get more speaking. And then of course, initially, you're gonna have to speak for free a lot before you start getting paid. People need to understand that. You have to be willing to give it away for free for as long as you can, and then you start commanding those dollars. Thank you, Ramon, Dr. O, I yield my mic. Hey, 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 thank you so much. And then thank you, Dr. O, so much. And then that next person, the Rosetta. mic is- Rosetta, good morning. My name is Rosetta. I have been a speaker for a while. After my prayer this morning, the next great thing that happened to me is to hear you, Ramon. My God, you have ignited me, encouraged me, and empowered me to continue on growing my craft. One thing I'll say is that I didn't used to like my voice until people would say, I like your voice, I like your voice. And I'm like, wow, God gave me a gift to speak. I need to hone in on it and increase my craft. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. And you are so welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you are here today with us. All right, with that, we're gonna jump on into the next part of our discussion today. And again, I'm glad you all are here today with us. Let's dive into one thing I wanna share about something. And what I'm trying to do right now, by the way, is get into the room a special friend from the Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal, she's going to share something. So give me 10 seconds. Come, I'm typing to our message. Come into this room. Thank you. All right, let's see if she can respond and get to the room. All right, so here we go. My pastor on Sunday talked about the prayer of Jabez. I'm not a preacher, but I wanted to illustrate something that he said to this this Sunday that was interesting to me. Many people I know in this room are people of faith. So if you love the story of Jabez, that prayer, put Jabez in there. And if you don't know about the story of Jabez, put Jabez in there. We can have a mass room of confusion. I love it. So here's the bottom line I wanted to share. Many of us know 2 Chronicles 4, verse 10, right? Where it says, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. This was interesting. And we've heard this quite a bit. That's right, Marcus Black. Enlarge my territory. Pamela Dubois. Okay, Christina knows the story. But here's the part. I'm sure for many of you, it's not new. But it was new for me. It was new for me, but probably not for many of you. But it was new for me. Is that if you look at the verse before it, and I just wanted to illustrate that and highlight that to you. I know it's a big left turn from being professional speakers, but I wanted to share it because verse 9 says this. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. So the honor he had was not an honor like, oh, you cool, Marcus, you cool, Christina, you cool, Rosetta. No, that wasn't the honor. It was a reverse honor, kind of like a 9-11 terrorist or somebody who does something really, really bad, mass murderer. They're honorable. They're well known because of the misery they caused. 
So every time he would walk down the block and they'd say, hey, Jabez, they were saying, hey, miserable. Every time he came to the classroom and the teacher said, hey, Jabez, the students would look around. That's the one that caused so much pain to his mama. Every time he'd walk to the store, hey, Jabez, how are you? Good morning. They would say, that's the Jabez that screwed up. That's the Jabez that's a pain. That's what he was called. I gave birth to him in pain is what his name was speaking towards. But what was interesting is that verse 10 is the prayer he was giving God. My name means pain. God, every time people talk about me and think of me, it's painful. Everything they think about me, every time they see my name, it's not good. I need help. I need you to expand my territory, God. God, help me. So I thought that small thing was very, very interesting. What Jabez was saying, how he was saying, God, expand my territory. Why? Not necessarily because he wanted to be rich and famous. Sometimes we share this. We've heard other preachers talk about this kind of, you know, prosperity or whatever it is. But it was interesting how my preacher gave that angle that this man was in pain. This man was hurting. And so that's the context that he shared that. I'm going to open up the mic one more time. we got about 15 more minutes to go. I want to talk about one more thing. But anybody want to unmic real quick and just let me know if that resonated with you, this prayer of Jabez, whether you knew this already or this was new for you, I'd be curious what you think. And remember, just say your name so I can clearly hear who wants to join me about this prayer of Jabez. Talk to me. Let's see. Um, Dr. O, hey, Dr. Here, o go for it. Um, yes. This prayer resonates with me so much because it's something I'm very familiar with. I grew up in a household of faith. And in some of the darkest moments of my life, this, this is a similar prayer that I've made. And just asking God to make my life count for so much more than what it is right now. And I did not really know what that meant until I started to go through the process. So, yeah, it really resonates. Let's go. Yes, indeed. And so was that verse earlier, was that new for you? Was that uh, that you knew already the context that he was asking, Dr. Um, that, that verse is not new, but the way you're highlighting it is absolutely new because, you know, sometimes we hear it and we read a verse and we go through it so quickly and we don't stop to look at the, the context within which it's been written. So, yeah, the part that we normally focus on is the prayer of Jabez, you know, when he asks God, but we really don't stop to think about where he was coming from and what he was feeling and how horrible and miserable he would have been in that society at the time. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. We'll take time for one more share before I go on. One more share. Anybody else want to talk about the prayer of Jabez and what that may have meant to you or if what I shared today was new for you or maybe you knew about it already, but it spoke to you. Talk to me. One more share and then we'll move on. Anybody else want to join in? Say your name and let's talk. All right. All right. Rosetta. Alvin. Uh, Rosetta and then Alvin. Rosetta, you and then Alvin. Go, Rosetta. Okay, quickly, yes, I've heard that prayer many times, but I tell you, when you brought that word miserable, that's how we walk through life sometimes, miserable, but God can still use us. We all still have something positive to say. Thank you so much for that highlight. We all have something positive to say. Absolutely, and thank you. Mr. Real Estate Developer, the man with the beautiful voice, Alvin, thanks for being here, brother. The mic is yours. Ramon, thank you. Uh, good morning, all. You know, I'll tell you, everything's about perspective, and I've never heard that the, the prayer of Jabez give. I've never seen that perspective painted for me. And um, 
it is one that makes you go, wow, God, all the times I prayed that prayer, I was probably being very selfish because I was just wanting to be bigger. But to hear somebody pray that perspective of, man, God, get me out of here because I can't, I can't hear myself be misery to everybody so long. I need some new people around me, new environments, uh, very, very different perspectives. So thank you for sharing that with us this morning. Alvin, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it harkens, Alvin, to Damon John's book, The Power of Broke. It's not necessarily the same thing, but similar, The Power of Broke, or we all, many of us, maybe to all, but many of us know Glenn Lundy's story. He talks about how he came from a time of brokenness to the success he is today. So I think sometimes we, we hear the second part, right, Alvin, that I want to be rich, or I am rich or famous, but we forget many people who, who are great today came from a period of brokenness. And even the BWC stage, right? We hear from many of the great speakers, Alexander and many others, they talk about uh, 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 David Spizak, talks about his journey, uh, Stephen Cohn. These are all men and women who've come from some part of brokenness. Alvin, thanks so much for joining and being here, brother. I hope you all follow Alvin. Look at his IG, developer extraordinaire. I can't wait to give Alvin one day a check for, I don't know, five, six million uh, to build me something. So <laughs> Alvin, thanks for being here. Let me touch on one more thing uh, before my time. And again, I'm on Jabra headset. If my headset ever kicks out, somebody just come on to let me know that. But I wanted to touch on one more thing, uh, two more things real quick. Uh, we have about 14 minutes to go, I think it is. Uh, cold pitches. I, as, as producer of smarthustle.com and a journalist and et cetera, I'm on the receiving end of cold pitches. And I just wanted to encourage you with something about cold pitches. When you're sending somebody a cold pitch who doesn't know you especially, I get a lot of pitches that say, hey, or a lot of pitches that just talk about something in general. Generally speaking, I don't respond to them because I assume it's not specifically targeted towards me and it's not worth the effort to find out. Number two, make people feel special. I'm trying to communicate with Alvin or Haley or Nivea. Hey, would you like to invest in, in Bitcoin? Really? Make it at least half personal. Number three, refer to something a bit personal about them or their company. Make it personal, not just so generic. And then the last point I want to mention here is just the more important it is, or even fully, use less automation. I'm trying to get something really, really done. And I do something like, you know, uh, hey, first name Kimberly. Hey, first name Renee. Hey, first name Heather. Hey, first name Haley. Hey, first name Alvin. Hey, first name Gina. These are not stupid people. They're most likely not going to respond to it. So I just wanted to touch on that as those of you that are doing cold pitches, at least put some time in to make it a bit more personal. All right, before we end here, let me dive into the one topic I love talking about all day long, and that's quick tips on how you can grow your solo business before I hand over to Grant Glenn Lundy. And if you click on that link at the top there, A, you can see about working with Ramon one-on-one. -on -one. You want to do that? That link is there. Arjun, welcome. Arjun with Hello Woofy. Good to see you, brother. Thanks for joining us. You're the most master networker in the world. Glad you joined us. So that's just... one. <laughs> hey, Arjun, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. 
What's up, man? How are you? Uh, as always, kicking a astrogastric. Um, I always uh, get the notifications of you and Glenn and everyone here coming into a room. So I was like, okay, let me chime in and see what's up at, uh, at Clubhouse. There's so many veterans here. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, been, it's been a couple of months. Well, since you took the time to be here, Marvin, I'm, I mean, Arjun, I'm just going to hold off on what I was going to share right now. Do you mind? I know I put you in the spot, but I know you're ready for it. Can you give us a two-minute, three-minute master class in networking? I know you do a lot of things, Arjun. I know you do a lot of things, man. But as you've grown Hello Wolfie, one thing you've done so well, you're like with everybody. You've seen the Queen of England? Arjun's like on the lower right frame holding a hello, woofy sign. You see Gary Vee? Arjun's like in the upper left of the rafters holding a hello, woofy sign. You see Mike Tyson? Arjun's there like right before he punches somebody in the ring. I exaggerate a bit, but Arjun's everywhere doing some master networking. Arjun, just talk to us about how you're doing it, why you're doing it. Give some tips for the BWC audience, what you learned over the years in networking. Even one thing you told me, Arjun, was how you sit in the right seat to be able to ask a question at in-person networking events. But whatever's on your heart, can you share two or three points with how Arjun Rai is rocking the world and networking, connecting with people? Would you mind, brother, doing that for me? Yeah, absolutely. So I always, I had this concept of, you know, have a center of conversation on you or around you. So for example, you mentioned uh, about the Instagram board. That Instagram board probably cost me about $50 to make and print and all that stuff. But it has probably driven me Five six thousand, you know, five six figures worth of revenue, angel investments, or whatnot. Because guess what? It is a center of conversation. So if people don't understand, don't know, or don't understand what I'm talking about, it is literally a foam board with a cutout in the middle, of, uh, a little space where you can take a photograph with a, another person. And what I use that Instagram board for is to say, hey, Ramon, you want to take a quick selfie in an Instagram board? And, and most of the time, people who are like, no, not really. I don't want to take a selfie. They're like, oh, my God, I want to take a selfie with you. And it end up, ends up being someone who ends up becoming an investor or a client or something of that nature. Uh, the other thing I say is lights and LEDs. You've seen, you probably see that in my Instagram a lot. I love LED string lights. And people are really happy when they see that. Another center of conversation is, is LEDs. So I put LEDs around people, especially at after parties or happy hours um, and people who are usually you know want to stay away from their general crowd they want to be in in the photo they want to be a part of the conversation they want to be a part of that center of conversation um, the other thing i do is always wear your logo if you're proud of what you're building if you're proud of what you're scaling uh, in our in my case it's hello woofy you will see every event every place i go even even if it's on a date i wear my hello woofy shirt and it says hello woofy on the front and it says smart marketing for underdogs on the back and people are like why you look like john Leger, you know from team T-Mobile, he had an entire closet full of T-Mobile stuff. Well, I got some inspiration from him, and I said, I'm going to show up at that AT&T party with my logo. I'm going to show up at my competitors' events with my logo, and those are the three tips that have been working really well. We raised you know, seven figures worth of investments. We're scaling uh, into the seven figures now in revenue, and that's how we did it. And Ramon, thank you for your blessings. Absolutely, Arjun. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Everybody click on Arjun's head and definitely follow him as well. I'm going to go through. Thank you, Arjun, very much for being here and teaching me about what you've been doing. I just watch what you do uh, about how you network and grow Hello Woofy. So I appreciate it very much and glad to have you here in our So good too, Ramon. It's so good. I, I hope nobody's like, like being that center of attention or being able to draw attention in a crowd is a skill that you must go at with intention. Uh, I, whenever I go to my events, like the 10X events or any big event with thousands of people, 
I always wear a reflective golden hex tie. And many of you guys have seen this in, if you follow my Instagram or any of those things, but a reflective golden hex tie. And I cannot tell you how many thousands of people walk up, want to connect, take pictures with the hex tie, want to touch the tie, want to look at themselves in the tie. That's the best part about the reflective hex tie is they can see themselves. And who do people love looking at more than themselves? But that one little piece, right? I think that tie cost me $200, I think it was. It got me the attention of Grant. That's how I met Grant for the very first time. Um, it's gotten me the attention of many, many, many influential people, business partners, clients, all of those things. So I love that you shared that, Arjun. Thanks for joining us here on Breakfast with Champions. I think that's a key trick that a lot of people don't necessarily talk about because maybe they don't understand it. But the way you just broke it down right there was masterful. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely, Glenn. One more thing I'll say, Ramon, if you're on the digital platform like this, Clubhouse, right? Take a screenshot, tag the individuals who are on stage or the moderators and because they're providing value and tag them in your story. Now, if you're having a hard time getting into their DMs on Instagram and you know, because it comes under all requests, uh, many of you know that when you're receiving inbound, it's, you, know, you have to click on all requests and top requests and all that stuff. If you DM, if you tag them, your DM automatically gets approved if they reshare that story onto their stories. And that's your quick hack to get into the DMs. Arjun, I appreciate it very much. Glenn, thank you for sharing with us. Glenn Lundy, by the way, everybody's coming online live, I believe, in about six minutes, give or take. I've put my link up there, my tips for growing your solo business. And I will just echo this. It's important I do that. Growing your solo business, it's a myth that only big companies can grow. Two books that have helped me is Profit First, Mike Michalowicz, understand the profitability aspect of our business and not just generating revenue. Number two is Jim Collins' Flywheel. Do you know how your business runs? The TikTok, TikTok, the other TikTok things that run a business. Understanding who are your customers? Do you have a great team? And that's, are you hiring what people call a virtual assistant? Many of you, you're operating literally solo. Most of the BWC audience are creators, authors, consultants, speakers, and you're operating it solo. You're struggling with your podcast, struggling with your video, struggling with your photos, struggling with your uh, blogging. Get technical expertise and time-saving expertise. Number four, maximize your time. Maximize your time. Marvin talks about this all the time. Say no to distractions. By the way, if you DM me on IG, the word distractions, I'll send you some tips on that. DM me on IG. Manage your in email inbox. Be better at task management. Number five, learn how to sell. If you haven't read books, read podcasts, watch videos, been in this for me the length of time. Susie Miller talks about it. Glenn Lundy has touched on it. David Hill's touched on it. To learn how to sell, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Understanding the concepts of being the celebrity CEO of your business. Being dominant in your marketplace, you may not get all the customers, but when the right customer is thinking of the solution you provide, you are one of the top, if not the person they think about. This happens to me all day long. Known by the large technology brands who market to very small companies, they all know Ramon Ray. Glenn Lundy's probably in this space as well. Understanding those who think about selling cars, car dealerships, I bet Glenn Lundy is the, the most known, if not one of the most known people in the business. Number seven, CRM, this technical word for having a database, customer database, marketing automation. Follow up, follow up, follow up is everything. And if you're liking these tips and you want to remember them, just click on my link at the top and you can get these tips and hear from me every Thursday at 2 p.m. as well. So having a system to follow up. Content marketing, tip number eight. 
understanding the power of using video, the power of using an email newsletter, the power of social media. These are things that are so important. Building trust. And number 10, leveraging opportunities. You don't have to go alone. The Farmer's Dating App says it best. You don't have to be lonely on FarmersOnly.com. Right? So we don't have to be lonely. We got about three more minutes. We'll take one or two shares real quick. Um, and feel free to keep the chat going. The chat is a great way to comment and talk and help others. Thank you very much for those of you who are commenting and putting in business proposals. Probably not going to take advantage of those, but thank you for putting those in there still. Those of you who haven't shared the room yet, get ready. Share the room. Glenn Lenny's coming up in a minute and other hosts throughout the day. Keep sharing the room out. But let's hear. Unmike, say your name. We'll take one or two shares. Say your name and we'll join in the conversation because Glenn Lundy says we all have a seat at the table. I'm just facilitating it right now. Go, Unmike, say your name. Who wants to join? All right, that's cool. I love it. Listen. Anybody? Oh, it's all somebody. Okay, good. So listen, with that, I just want to remind you all, it's Monday morning. If you're hearing this live, if you're hearing this on demand, it's whatever time it is for you. And the best time is the right time. And I want to remind you, this is the start of your week. If you're hearing this on Monday, and if you're hearing this on any other day, the start is now. The start is now. And we're so grateful you're in the BWC community. We want you to spread the word to others in your community to help change their lives. Clearly you're here. I'm here. BWC has changed my life. I brought people to the table. I can mention them. Joel Zephyrin, Gene Stafford, and many others. I can personally say that I brought to the table. Who have you brought to the table? If I can help you in some way, like Ramon, I want to speak to you further. Just email me. DM me on IG, and I'd be glad to do that. Be glad to do that, the things that I specialize in. Other hosts on here, as I scroll up and down here, I see Haley and Kimberly and Heather and David and Albert and Nivia and so many other community, Annette and Monica, and we are a community. Tom and Jeff and so many others, even those who are not on stage, everybody has equal value. We're so glad you're here. What's up, TM? We're so glad you're here. Silk is here and others. So we are glad to have you in our lives. We appreciate you because there would be no BWC. There would be no BWC without you. There would be no BWC. So with that, I'm happy to do it, Dora, or if you'd like to do it, it's fine. But my name is Ramon Ray, and I am so deliciously honored that you joined me today on BWC. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.